Whether you are still connected or disconnected from a narcissist, they can still have power over you. They can trigger you, whether it's in the conversations with them or thinking back on your situation, a lot of triggers can come up. They get in those nooks and crannies and they bring out our insecurities. They make us feel cuckoo bananas, as my grandma used to say. I use other words. So we are going to talk about five quick ways and ways that I definitely used and still use when I am feeling triggered. It still happens in my journey too. You're not alone. Hey queens, welcome to But Still She Thrives. Do you want to stop getting caught up in that wicked web of a creepy crawly narcissist? Do you find yourself up late at night replaying the abuse you put up with and wondering how you can heal now? Do you wake up hoping for healthy relationships and peace only to feel totally exhausted and mind effed? Girl, I see you! I'm Christy. I too had to disconnect from toxic people in my life and I wished I could undo the damage. I felt ashamed, lonely, and kind of lost, but I'm a stubborn Italian and I refuse to give up. I found ways to recalibrate my mind and body more quickly than I thought and can now share them with you. In this podcast, you will find coping tools, healing methods, and confidence boosters so you can trust yourself and find peace and freedom. So shields up, ladies. Let's go protect our peace. Are you feeling lost after post-narcissistic abuse? I'm your girl. I got you. This is my specialty. Go check out ways to work with me at www.christyjade.com. Click on work with me and find all the fun ways you can work with me, whether it's one-on-one coaching or a pre-recorded boundaries course. When we feel triggered and emotional, we want a quick fix. Can I get an amen? So I have found these five things to be the best. They're not the only methods or techniques to use, but these are five that I use and I love. So number one is yin yoga. I discovered this a few years ago and now I teach yin yoga because I love it that much. And I do classes, I do one-on-one sessions, but in the moment, even when you are having this kind of visceral reaction to a narcissist or to memories of a narcissist or things that are brought up because of a narcissist, it is so helpful to even just hold a yin yoga position for a few minutes. Yin yoga is so good at releasing the negative, really just, ugh, that awful energy you carry when you're getting triggered. And yin yoga for me, I I love all yogas, but yin yoga is my jam. It gets into the deep, deep parts physically and mentally that for me, other yogas did not reach. So I am a big advocate. It is, you don't need to be flexible. You don't need to be advanced in yoga. It is so simple but so freeing. So with my coaching clients now, I do provide sequences, like customized sequences for them. It's all related to releasing trauma, releasing those negative energies, stagnant crap that's sitting in our bodies. And you can go online, you can find different things. If you sign up with me for coaching, I will create a sequence for you. I also, I'll put in the show notes, I have a YouTube class up. Um, I just made it public so I could share it with you guys. If you want an example, there's like a 45-minute letting go of negative energy sequence that I do on there. So you can check that out on my YouTube channel. But in the meantime, 
You can always go look up um, yin yoga poses or yoga poses even that are related to releasing negative energy, having to do with trauma, any of that. But if you want something more specific, you can email me at fiercemama, M-A-M-A-C at gmail.com if you want to, you know, get something more customized. Number two, meditation and breath work. So I put these together because with trauma, they are an amazing pair. Meditation does not have to be some crazy long exercise, right? It can be beautiful. I mean, I've done some long meditations and been like, whoa, the Holy Spirit just spoke to me. But you, this can be like a very quick few minute activation, exercise, whatever you want to call it. And it might take a little practice to get there where it's, you can drop into that quiet place and cut out the distractions, but you will get there and it's more quickly than you think. So if you pair this with breath work or even just doing the four, seven, eight technique, which I'll explain in a minute, it will make a big energy shift. So you can do them separately, but together they're so powerful, just getting in a really quiet space. So you're kind of calming the body down and doing then like stepping into the actual breath work. So for the four, seven, eight technique, you breathe in for four seconds through your nose, you hold it for seven seconds, and you exhale for eight. And you repeat this until you feel like a calm little peace frog. I love this. It's a quick thing. I have taught my daughter to do it. I've taught friends to do it. I've taught my coaching clients to do it. It's so simple, but it really, really does just get you kind of out of your head and breaks that cycle. By the way, if you don't have my four-minute meditation, it's a morning boost, I call it meditation, one of my clients' favorite meditations I've created. If you don't have it, I will put that in the show notes. That is something you should be doing every morning. It's free. Just go grab it every morning to start your day off. You have four minutes. Everyone's got four minutes. If you don't, wake up four minutes earlier. It is worth it, I promise. When you start your day in that headspace, in a peaceful, calm, uplifting, it's a little empowering, mine specifically, um, it just sets you off in a better mood so that like anything coming in that day, anything negative, any stress, it will feel a little lighter. And if you want to, you know, do meditation throughout the day or at night, of course, that's going to amplify your results. But just doing that four-minute meditation alone has changed my clients' whole day, their energy. And ah, I just love it. So that will be in the show notes. We have a lot of things in the show notes today because these are all tools and techniques and resources I have. Number three is journaling. A plain notebook will do. Get yourself a cute little pen, cute little notepad, make it fun, but get those feelings out. Writing can really help release a lot of pent-up sadness, anger, resentment, any of those fun feelings as a result of narcissistic abuse. Yay! So just get it down on paper. I also created a not my shit journal. It's called hashtag not my shit. Um, That's my little (laughs) coined phrase because as I went on this journey, I realized how much stuff I was carrying that was not mine to carry. And that was a result of, you know, abuse and mistreatment. And we learned to take on others' crap that specifically narcissists who we were the victim of But also we learn that as a behavior that it's almost just comfortable taking on feelings that really don't belong to us. We should not have to carry through our lives. So I created a notebook. And again, I'll put that in the show notes. You can get it on Amazon. But basically, 
It has prompts for every day, every morning to basically just blah, drop those feelings into this notebook. And it's in four, each page has four little sections. It, it just feels so good to get this stuff off your chest and start your day fresh. So fresh and so clean, clean. Let's bring it back to the 90s. Was that 90s or 2000s? Number four is mirror work. Mirror. I still have my mom's New York in me. Mirror. It's M-I-R-A, mirror. No, mirror work. (laughs) Can someone say that word right for me? So the premise with this is that you learn to love yourself by directly looking in your own eyes in the mirror and declaring your love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, queens, we're about to get crazy up in here, okay? But there is a book actually that talks about this. It's called Mirror Work, 21 Days to Heal Your Life. So powerful. I will put that book in. uh, It's from, from Amazon as well. You can get it there. I'll put in the show notes. But in the meantime, you can just practice saying, I love you in the mirror every morning. I know it sounds a little kooky. But if you want to go deeper, this book will help you kind of dig up some stuff and looking in the mirror truly. This is so powerful, actually more powerful than I thought it was. I was like, oh. I guess it'll be nice. Let me read the book, see how it goes. It's actually really, really powerful and healing. So I know that's a longer term thing to read the book, but in the short term and just if you're having a moment, just getting to a mirror and looking at yourself in your eyes and you can do affirmations, you can you know, declare that self-love, you can say, I am worthy. This person's feelings and these person's actions do not determine my emotions and my actions, right? That's huge. That's a huge thing. So saying that on repeat will help you alone. Number six, support. So any kind of support, but support is necessary when healing from narcissistic abuse. This is my opinion, but I'm gonna scream it through the hill, through the hilltops, at the, I don't know, on top of the hilltops. On top of the hills? I'm gonna scream it somewhere. It's gonna be loud and crazy because that's the Italian stallion in me. No, I am telling you, you cannot walk this path alone. You should not have to, you shouldn't. You can, but it's it's gonna take longer to heal and it's, it's gonna be hard, right? It's hard enough even with support. It's doable. I've come so far and I have many clients who we have walked through this together and they are doing amazing, so it's doable. But I'm telling you, without support, it is a lot harder and a lot slower. So therapy is awesome. One benefit of working with me is I give you Voxer access. So if you're having a moment, you can vent it to me on a voice message through Voxer. And I check a couple times a day, usually more, so I can jump in there and can help coach you through it, whether that is talk therapy, reminding you of a great way to break the cycle, like we're talking about these tools here, or reminding you what a badass queen you are. But having support from someone and the accountability to stick to your healing journey, that might sound silly, but it is a journey and it is a decision. And it's it's just like anything else. When you choose, like, I'm going to start this exercise program. I'm going to eat healthier, right? This is just that in a mental health form. You're working on your mental health and accountability is also huge. So it's the support slash accountability. So if you wanna find ways to work with me, they're in my show notes, you can go to my website. Um, You can always email me again, fiercemamac at gmail.com with any questions, but you should not walk this alone. And I have a very deep understanding of narcissism and 
As I always recommend, even if you don't work with me, find someone who truly understands it and has been a victim themselves of narcissistic abuse and walk through that. I I feel like I always may get flack for saying that because there are people who study this and don't have the experience. And just from me living through it, I know what it takes to truly understand it in a way that other people don't. So even if it's not me, Find somebody who gets narcissistic abuse and has actually walked through it. So let's recap. Five awesome quick ways to heal when you are triggered are yin yoga poses, meditation and breath work, journaling, mirror work, and of course getting that support. All the information will be in the show notes. And let's end with some affirmations. You know I love me some affirmations, okay? Hand on heart. Take a breath. If, you, if you're driving, don't touch your heart. That, you need to touch the steering wheel, okay? But if you are not and you are in a, a safe, calm place, put your hands on your heart, shut your eyes, and I want you to feel this. You can write it down and add it to your morning affirmations, okay? I am not going to let someone else's emotions determine mine. I am in control and I am am free. Let's do it another time. I'm in the mood for a little extra. I am not going to let someone else's emotions determine mine. I am in control and I am free. Oh, how's that feel? Yes. Okay. I will see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful week. And again, all this information is always in my show notes in the podcast description. Smooches and deuces. If you are loving this podcast but want a little more customized guidance, go to my website at www.christyjade.com and go to the Work With Me tab to find ways you can work with me. I would love to help you. Also, don't forget to look in the show notes, aka the description of this podcast, for any related links that I mention and more Christy Jade fun. Christy Jade fun.